0: Welcome to another incredible, awesome show of the Arrow Helps Entrepreneurs Increase Visibility, Credibility, and Profitability. Today, you don't want to miss today. Today, we have Nate the Great Peterman. He is a millennial mover of this generation, and at the age of 22, he owns Simba Marketing LLC, which specializes in making brands go viral online and with social media. Nate, the great Peterman, he's also the host of the Roots of Success podcast, who's had such incredible guests, is one of my most favorite people in the entire world, Mr. Tony Robbins, his son, Jarek Robbins, Uh, and in this case, he interviews people who have been in a struggle in their life and transformed uh, into a successful entrepreneur or public figure. Uh, so I think that was a pretty big introduction, Nate, but do you want to kind of add into <laughs> that or <laughs> share a little more about yourself in case somebody doesn't know who you are?
1: Nah, no, for sure. Oh, I definitely appreciate the introduction and it's just crazy, man. You know, with me being 22 years old, if somebody would tell me, Nate, you know, you're going to have your own business, you're going to have your own podcast interviewing some of the top people in their industries. Uh, if you would have told me this like five, 10 years ago, I probably would have thought that you were kidding, <laughs> to be honest. But but yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm from a small town, 22 years old, uh named Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. I uh, grew up, you know, never went to college or anything like that. I uh, just, you know, graduated high school, went to uh, you know, a couple personal development conferences by the man of, you know, Dr. Eric Thomas, as I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with, and got connected with him personally, got involved in some of his his online university called Breathe University and really that was a start for me when it came to the mentality and just surrounding myself around people. I've had jobs anywhere from working fast food like with McDonald's up to selling cars um, and, of course, in and out of network marketing companies. And then I said, you know what? I want to make a transition. I want to start my own thing. And then that's where the whole Simba marketing came into place. And, you know, fast forward all, all the way up to here now, I've definitely been very fortunate and grateful enough to to work with some amazing clients, uh, especially within the personality brand niche, entrepreneurs, speakers and people like that. So yeah, man, it's definitely been a blessing and just super grateful for where I'm at today, Errol, for sure.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, just for, you know, for our listeners, the, one of the big things that kind of brought us to really decide that, okay, let's get on a podcast really together was this whole idea of networking up and increasing our, increasing one's brand. And a lot of people that are, you know, focused on entrepreneurship, that's uh, a think that's, uh, it's, it's a pretty high steep learning curve, I think. And there's a lot of different platforms to do this on. And Uh, So I think we've got a lot to kind of get into. And if you've been successful at really being able to get some real strong, significant names on your podcast, it it really shows that you're executing at, you know, at a high level with that. And so, so definitely excited to have, have you on with us. Um, You know, definitely have some things I want to kind of get into, but do you want to kind of share a little bit more in terms of for even kind of moving into the podcast space and having your own, you know, media agency, sort of how, how did that sort of develop and how did you kind of move, directly into those from, from, you know, from, from what you're doing sort of before and to kind of get to that point.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's, that's a great question. So I'll start first with like, you know, the whole marketing piece with Simba. Honestly, I mean, marketing was never a a really big passion of mine um, because I always thought like, you know, you just got to market businesses and I just wasn't passionate about helping a business really scale up to say the least. I I always wanted to help people um, at the end of the day. And then, of course, like I said previous, you know, I was in and out of network marketing companies and the whole concept of network marketing's cool because you know you gotta market a product or you gotta market a service. But personally myself, I just got to the point where I was like, I love the concept, but it's it's not my baby. You know, like I want it to be my baby, I want it to be my own company to say the least. And I got educated just, you know, taking some some courses online, um, and and really from there, at the end of the day, I mean it's one thing to take a course. You can read as many books. You can, you know, take as many courses and go through them all day, every day. But it's like, it all comes down to execution. Like what are you going to do with that material that's in that course? Right. Cause anybody can take courses. I mean, it's, it's easy, but the uncomfortable part is actually going out and doing what it says what those mentors and the people say, the teachers uh, to do. So, so yeah, that's really what got me into marketing was I got educated. And again, I wanted to actually help people out when it came to like personality brands and and helping, you know, a speaker actually become more well-known. And of course, you know, establishing the the proper connections and, and developing the the correct software was definitely a big, big blessing And hand in hand with that. And then, of course, like with marketing, I mean uh, not with marketing, but the, the podcast, uh, I've always wanted to do a podcast or I'll be honest with you, uh, probably about two, three years ago, I had the idea of, man, I think it'd be great to, to do my own podcast. And I just never executed on it. And it's funny, I did a LinkedIn video on this as well on my page, and as well as Instagram, I always thought you had to have everything put together, right? I'm I'm naturally like kind of a perfectionist, and I've gotten better at saying, okay, I just need to start, and I finally started earlier this year, uh, back in February, to be exact, and I just started with interviewing, you know, a, a few people, uh, a few close friends of mine that had that next level mentality, and then sort of, you know, once I got those interviews under my belt, I just kept going up, and up, and up, and Obviously, you know, the point of this episode right now is networking up, and I literally just networked up and up and up, and it's definitely been a, you know, I've been grateful to interview somebody like, you know, Jarek Robbins, who is Tony's son, and then last week just interviewed Sean Stevenson, you know, if you don't know who he is, I mean, he has the number one health podcast in the world, and it's just crazy, man, you know, I never would have thought, again, that I'd be interviewing people like this, but it's like, what you think about and who you want to interview, you can definitely make become a reality, So, so yeah, man. yeah i think is notable
0: too you know chris van erden is uh you know very notable notable guest he had on as well you know very you know i guess in the past two months or so and um yeah i mean i think one of the things that might be interesting as well you know based on the age of twenty two uh and kind of stepping into this uh you know brand uh management brand building space where you're really needing to kind of uh you are networking up uh, you're talking about sort of stepping into the brand space and helping people to build there and then working to make these connections to have higher caliber people on your podcast. Um, you know, there's a process behind that. And a lot of people may not be too familiar with even sort of how to go about that. Or, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs may be thinking, okay, they're good at what they do, but then how do they, how do they grow more? A lot of people think about getting into thought leadership in different areas where they're needing to connect with these other, other people and increase and build their brand. Um, you know, I guess any particular steps that you found to be most helpful in trying to make those particular connections or trying to wide widen the scope and, and to build up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that question. You know, I think, to be honest, there are, I feel like a lot of people, they, they sometimes overcomplicate things or again, it all comes back to they feel that they need to be perfect in order to to reach out to somebody that is absolutely dominating their industry or for somebody like a Chris Van Heerden who is you know world champion boxer you know from south africa they feel as if okay like i'd love to reach out to them but i just feel as if i just haven't done much and it's funny because i literally used to think the same thing (laughs) you know like i I didn't start because of that reason and i didn't go after some of these guests at first because i kind of wanted to get it down pat and i finally did you know i finally got my process on how i want to flow with the podcast but you know I, i finally decided or i said you know what I saw an opportunity. I saw Jarek Robbins had something on a story about, you know, podcasting. And I said, you know, what if I just reached out to him? Well, not not just reaching out to him, but what if I reached out to him, not just through a text, but through a video, because with how I operate my businesses, I tend to send a lot of audio messages. I tend to send a lot of videos. Right. And I know what already works for me. So I said, you know what? Let me sort of twist this into the podcast let me kind of like mesh it and together so I meshed it I sent a few videos to Derek Robbins really just stating in the process I go about it is of course stating them you know getting right to the point what it is that I have which is a podcast and second why I would love for them to be on the podcast and third kind of the benefit with them being on the podcast right so at the end of the day I feel like a lot of people they get it mixed up and and they state okay this is just you know, why I would love for you to be on my podcast. They don't state the reasoning behind why they should really, the benefit should be on the, like what the benefit should be on their podcast, to say the least. And, you know, for example, with Jarek Robbins, I stated, hey, you know, I would love for you to be on my podcast because I got a millennial audience, people in their 20s, people in their teens, even people in their late 20s, people that are older than me as well, uh, that follow me, that I know for a fact that your message, based off of your stories and just your posts, and of course, your reputation, which you already have, your character, it's incredible. So, you know, compliments in there. Um, I think it would greatly impact my audience. And when I said that, of course, with me being young, 22, I do understand the psychological factor behind that as well. They look at me as, wow, this kid's young, you know, he has, you know, pretty great impact with the following, like on Instagram, and I'm sure they look at other, you know, audiences. And of course, again, like with my podcast starting out, I wanted to get a decent amount of interviews that way you know they won't just look at my podcast and say okay this you know Nate only has a couple episodes like I would prefer him to have more so it's like I measured all these analytics out and then of course I strategized on how to properly hit them up with what works for me already in marketing which is videos and I went about it with that value process and what is gonna be in it for them right a lot of people they feel as if, okay I got to offer them money for them to be in my podcast. No, you don't have to offer them money because if that was the case, I mean, that's, what's holding you back from actually asking them if you just state genuinely right. And and honest, like with you, with what it is that you have to benefit them. I guarantee you, you can definitely land some of these big time dogs, big time people in their industry. Again, I, I just interviewed the number one, Sean Stevenson, the number one health podcast in the absolute world. like, that's insane because I literally was watching his videos. I've invested into his products, into his materials, into his courses, and literally on Friday I was talking with him just on a casual basis about life. About where are you gonna be next traveling, right? And where we can possibly link up. And it's it's just crazy, man. I could go on and on about this, but yeah, Errol, that's, that's the general concept.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. It and it, it it kind of seems too that it's um you know, looking at the way that we're able to connect and communicate, like 10 years ago, you wouldn't have been able to connect to Jarek Robbins as easily as you can now or to Sean Stevenson or any, any of these folks. So um, having this technology and even talking about the, the value mm-hmm. that you can, you can offer, I mean, you started a podcast in February, built that up, that becomes a particular type of asset that's a value to other people. And you can position that and be aware of what they need and position the, the value proposition to them and really kind of build. And this almost even seems like it ties into this branding piece, the millennial focus, this technology. And so being that you've kind of, uh, you know, basic uh, kind of taking a look at this uh, millennial sort of generation and this yep. marketing technology and business, um, What what would you share, say, with somebody maybe that, is from Gen X right that's trying to figure this stuff out and how to communicate using this technology or even thinking of sort of the millennial generation of this technology and branding and building value uh, what what would you share with them that might help them uh, you know yeah with what they're doing and trying to adapt to all this
1: yeah for sure no, that's, that's a really great question um so for example let's just start with the basics you know if i'm somebody who you know, I have a phone, but I don't really know how to navigate. I don't really understand like what a- apps and everything and social media is. Honestly, I would be as simple as, you know, I mean, going to my son, going to going to my grandson, and and finding out like, hey, can can you sort of help me here, right? Obviously, I'm sure they'll take some time to do that. Um, but if you're the point where you know what social media is, you know what LinkedIn, Instagram, and all these things are, but you just need help in truly monetizing your brand and how to kind of level up and, and network up. Honestly, I recommend going to somebody that's already doing it. You know, I recommend finding somebody that, I mean, you know, you look at yourself, Errol, you know, you're, you're killing the game with LinkedIn and just on social media. I would find somebody like an arrow, find somebody, you know, like myself or just somebody that's really great at branding and making and establishing connections. I mean, Errol, you've connected me with several people over the past couple of weeks who I've been able to get connected with on a personal basis and, you know, potentially do business with. So it's like, You truly need to find somebody. And if you don't know or who to look for, I mean, that's what social media is for, right? I mean, look at people. If I'm on Instagram, something that I would do, I would look at a hashtag, you know, if I'm looking to get more involved with social media or digital marketing, I would look at the hashtag like digital marketing, or if you really wanna get specific, uh, digital marketing New York, right? Like if you're in the New York area, or marketing New York City, right? Just get more diverse, look in your locations, um, if, if you like to do things old school, go to like, you know, your local chamber of commerce and find somebody who's dominating within your city. I mean, I'm, I'm from a small town, so chamber of commerce, I mean, there's only a couple people. And for me personally, like, I like to really again, network up. So I want to go to the top of the top. So that's where I use social media. But again, I really just recommend finding somebody like a mentor or somebody, you know, guru that is really dominating their industry. And if they have courses, Uh, you know, invest, invest into yourself, invest. That's that's the greatest investment you can make is in your brain because you always retain that information. You can always go back to it as well. Um, And again, if, if you really get a chance, depending on who it is um, you know, you're investing into, you have a chance to get personally connected with them. I mean, that's kind of how I got connected with, you know, Eric Thomas, ET the hip hop preacher was, I was one of the first ones in his breathe university when there was 10, 20 members I was the I was the youngest to get involved with that. So I'm always going to be known to E.T. as Nate the Cub. Right. Now I'm now I'm kind of shaping into that line. So he's always going to remember me as as Nate the Great. He's the one that gave me that name. So it's like I got connected with him. And and yeah, man, I mean that's just some that's just kind of some advice that I recommend on if you're looking to get more into just the social aspect of things. You,
0: you know what I find this so interesting about that. And this whole technology has just blown my mind. You know, I've come from a, a corporate and a sales background and more traditional. And then when I really stepped in to try to understand LinkedIn and I started to get a handle on this engagement and this, just what's going on with um, this way to communicate and, and network, uh, it just opened up so much. And so it sounds like, again, some of the basic concepts are just like, they're almost like on steroids. You. The the, yeah. the the basic thing is that you're connecting with a person, right? And so like what you said about, okay, say you want to learn about digital media, you're going to search up a hashtag, right? Which some people may not even be familiar with yet, but you're searching <laughs> the hashtag, right? But you're finding who the best is in that area. And then you're talking about literally just trying to contact and, you know, something as simple as, hey, I really respect what you do you know, and I'd like to learn more about this, or you find something like a podcast, some other asset to be able to bring that person and say, Hey, I have this. I think this would be a benefit for you. There's so many different ways to then connect. And then ultimately kind of, you know, learn, see what, you know, see what you could do to help them. Maybe you could work with them for free. Maybe you could provide some type of project. Maybe you have a community or something. You can get them in front of the community, which gives them an opportunity to, you know, sell whatever they're selling or connect and, so many different ways, but now there's with this, uh, with the social media, there's just so many different ways to build it. And being that you're so focused too on Instagram, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother beast. I mean, the, what goes down in the DM there and how people are building, I mean, it's, it's out of this world. It's just something different. Can you talk, you, you have about 30,000, over 30,000 followers. And how did you, how did you build that? And how did you kind of, in terms of for like, for like connecting with the other folks there, how do people build within Instagram? How does that relate to the overall social media and entrepreneurship uh, that's going on?
1: Yeah, for sure. Errol. I mean, you know, I've definitely been pretty blessed to to get surrounded around some amazing individuals. And of course, you know, you know, of course, the power of referrals and, and things like that while traveling, you know, every time I travel, I tend to always ask for people's Instagrams. And it's funny, you know, the, the expression you sometimes see on people's faces whenever they see that, you have a decent size following. Um, it's it's crazy because they look at you different. You know, it's like that authoritative figure, and you didn't have this 10, 20 years ago. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and just seeing how it kind of unfolds now is is just amazing. So, I mean, if somebody's looking to really dominate with Instagram, for example, I, and just any social media platform, I mean, you got to be yourself. You know, I see a lot of quote unquote entrepreneurs and a lot of these business people that are looking to to really just dominate their industry and they're, they're kind of replicating somebody and you can already tell that they're, they're kind of copying off of them. So that's either, that's number one, that's the case. Number one, number two, and and this is the one that I love personally working with them, like to get them over this hurdle. And this goes with a lot of like, you know, gen Xers and people that are kind of like, you know, above their their thirties or forties is a lot of people, they aren't always, and even for the younger age as well, they're a little bit insecure about getting in front of the camera. They're not comfortable, right? And they find it a little bit uneasy. They get a little bit uncomfortable because, oh, I I might not like the way that I look. I might not like the way that I sound. And they let that little thing impact them for actually making a big difference. Or I'm sure you and I both know of a couple individuals right now that they might've been like that, but they simply got over that hurdle And they started putting out that one piece of content, right? They started out putting, you know, several pieces and and, and video forms and and, and photo forms, right? However it is, you know, just starting out and now they're absolutely crushing their industry altogether. Like whether it's with LinkedIn and and video uh, content. I mean, we both know how, how crucial that is. And it's like, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to go out and start, right? I recommend for somebody that whether depending like what your lane is, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, if you make cupcakes, right, if, if, if you own a, a, a gym, I recommend just starting off simple, right, get a piece of paper, get a pen, write down like your top three, top five things that, you know, you want to make, maybe it's more sales on social media, maybe it's, you know, more of an impact, maybe you want to influence more people, right, and then just narrowing it down and then segment segmenting off of those. So if somebody wants to have a big influence on social media, what's the what's the kind of content that you need to put out? What do you personally know inside of your head that people don't necessarily know? Like everybody knows, okay, you know, to be successful, you know, you're gonna have to surround yourself around great people, you're gonna have to read some books like, yeah, that's great. But what's the logistics behind it? What's the deeper content? And, And maybe you can answer that maybe you have things that Uh, you know, other people just aren't aware of. So it's like, for sure, structuring it uh, along your industry. And again, you know, with the whole social media buzz, just finally, again, I recommend taking some time if it's an hour, a couple hours a day, uh, really just devoting time to going through these apps, testing, trial and erroring it out. And then, uh, yeah, just flowing with it from there for real.
0: Yeah, it's It's super. It's just super interesting. It's just that there, with these platforms, there are so many different ways to start communicating and basically become visible to more people, become searchable. But at the end of the day, it's still that relationship. You know, you're you're putting this content out, and there we talk about a, a whole other topic when it comes to actually funneling in people into your sales process and all of that. But just simply putting this content out and ultimately this connecting and this branding. Uh, comes into play so much more than these sales funnels because essentially you, you put this information out and then you look to connect with other people that are really successful in other areas to partner. And uh, it's almost the exact same thing that happens sort of traditionally within communities, but this is, you know, worldwide and the scale is so much larger.
1: Mm, no, absolutely. You know, it's funny, um, Just I, I just had this thought pop in my head. I really think it's going to get to a point where like, yeah, texting is cool. Like everybody loves to text, but I really think it's going to get to a point sometime down the road where videos becomes more so of a natural thing on how to communicate. I really truly believe that.
0: Yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, I could see that happening a, a little bit more. Yeah, I think there, there might be, Some things people just have to get overall a little more familiar with or more comfortable with to consistently do that. But
1: um, I could see that happening. Yeah, it just makes sense, you know, because, I mean, back to the branding piece. Anybody can text. Anybody can can write a status. Anybody can write a quote. Right. But for those that are really trying to make a big impact, video is the name of the game. Doesn't matter if you're in sales. Doesn't matter. You know, if you if you're your own personality brand, entrepreneur, author, speaker, real estate agent, whatever you are, video is the name of the game, because, for example, I work with a lot of real estate agents. I tell them all the time, I say, listen, if I want to go look at a house, I can literally go to a luxury house, Instagram page, Facebook page. There's plenty of houses I can look at. But if I'm looking to buy from you, I don't want to look at a house. I want to feel your tonality. I want to see your body language. I wanna see exactly who the person is before I realistically even talk to them. And on a marketing level, I know I'm sort of giving a little bit of marketing advice and value right now, that right there is what's gonna separate you as a brand or you as a business from everybody else is you finally making up in your mind, I'm gonna go forth, I'm gonna make this video, I'm gonna post this piece of content because nobody else is really doing it. And when people can really feel who you are as a person, psychologically in their mind it's going to reinstate them to say i'm always going to remember right or they might not always remember they'll at least know who you are based off of your personality and based off of your tone that you came off with that right there errol that tip right there has been absolutely crucial for myself and that's the exact reason why i put video content for example on my instagram page to be honest
0: (laughs) very good very good well, let's see. So from here, I had one one other, I guess, sort of thought. I don't know if you can see how this leads directly into what we're talking about. But a lot of people that might be looking at, you know, getting into, um, you know, social media, media space and looking at this uh, marketing space, uh, branding up and leveling up, uh, thinking in terms of, OK, once you start creating this content, then then what? Or once you start to engage somebody via via this or you start you start branding up so you start to connect with more people and getting into more sort of networks where you're you're touching different caliber of, of individuals or a broader network. So then what? And so one thing we've we've talked about a little bit has been this concept of you know creating courses for example or figuring out what the sort of the next steps are. And so for a lot of maybe a lot of, you know, Gen Xers or people that are really trying to figure out this space is trying to see, okay, well, I've become, you know, visible. I'm even having trouble figuring this stuff out. But then to think of, okay, what are sort of the next steps from there that they may be missing? And I, it seems like there might be something within that space and that conversation that would be helpful to talk about.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I look at a lot of these personality brands and um, there's a lot of opportunity. I feel that they're missing out on even some of these big time uh, entrepreneurs and just brands in general. There's so many things that I see that they could be capitalizing on that. They're just not, uh, for example, like if you're an entrepreneur, why haven't you written a book yet? Right. Why haven't you created that course yet? Well, Nate, I, I don't know what to create a book on. I don't know. I don't know what to write a book. I don't, I don't know, you know, uh, how to, how to create a course. I don't know what the topic should be. Um, you know, I recommend just starting simple. I mean, for example, if somebody's looking to to start a book, I mean, find out like that one thing and just start right. Same with courses. I mean, courses are definitely super valuable. I personally know people that are around the same age as me. I mean, they're, they're making six, seven figures just off of their courses. Right. So it's like, you definitely want to know what it is that from an authoritative standpoint that you can teach that way people can respect you. Um, I mean, I look at, for example, Ty Lopez and just how he makes courses. I mean, he pretty much just outsources a lot of the coursework to other individuals. And I'm sure there's some type of uh, revenue or uh, money exchange in return, but it's like, he's smart about that. He knows how to outsource courses. He knows how to literally revamp courses and sell them again. And people, they'll invest into that. You know, again, if people really see you as an authority, if they like, and if they respect you, they're gonna invest in, into you know your, your, your courses and, and your books. And even for businesses, I mean, if I'm a business, uh, maybe you want to create a course on how exactly did you start your business? I get asked all the time, Nate, how did you start your marketing company? And I'm just thinking, wow, that right there would be a perfect idea to execute on a course on how to actually make that course. That way, I, instead of me, oh, hey, man, you know, this is exactly how I did it. I could literally just tell them, hey, go to this link. I literally walk you step by step um, on, on exactly how I did it. Now, of course, you're going to have people that say, oh, it's not free. Well, if it was free, you wouldn't value it as much compared to a paid program. You know, so those are just some things. Again, you want to you want to for sure know exactly what is it that you're great at? What is it that people already come to you as, hey, Errol, how, how should I do this? Right. H- how can I navigate with LinkedIn? Right. If people are coming to you about LinkedIn, boom, that right there. I mean, that's that's already a great start to start a course.
0: You know, I guess uh, I want to tie this sort of back into the beginning of our conversation. And I think there's some value right here uh, with what you said and your explanation of how you, you know, how you got Jarek Robbins, for example, to be on your podcast and how you approached them and talking about here, for example, with creating a course or creating that book, you know, what you had, what you created in February was a podcast. Yeah. So you created, you created that podcast and you created that asset you worked on it and you worked on it to a point where you could approach him to say, Hey, here's why this would be a value to you. Here's how I think this would benefit you. Here's why I'm looking to have you on. And from there, he invested his time in you because you had that asset, which was a value to him. And in this case, it provided something for him and helped you to build and created more opportunity for you. And so all of these things, when you take a look at Instagram or you take a look at LinkedIn, you take a look at this content, you take a look at the marketing, overall, or these like thinking of a course or a book, then essentially if you're, you know, you're creating essentially a, almost like a digital asset or another type of asset that you can engage somebody with yep. for a relationship to create a new opportunity that's revenue producing for both people. And this can be done at scale online. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I don't know.
1: Absolutely. No, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just amazing the opportunity that's out there. I mean, especially if you're a brand, I mean, I I think starting your own podcast is a great thing because it gives you like different segments to offer because at the end of the day, and again, we could do a whole nother episode on this, but for like a a course, again, people need to see you as an authority. So with you having a podcast, that's just an extra uh, segment for people to look at, look at you and and see, oh my goodness, he's already uh, delivering value here. And, And when you get to the point where you see a lot of these entrepreneurs with the the, the the Facebook, the Instagram lives that they do, the videos that they drop, right? The podcasts that they have, the eBooks that they give away for free. And then you see that they have courses, right? You see that they have books to buy. You're more tempted and in and, and your mind, psychologically, it's like, okay, I actually want to buy this book because I, I have a respect level for all of the content and, and things that they dropped. And that's that's really how a lot of these guys do it. So I highly recommend, I mean, if, if you are wanting to start a course, but you might not have your brand up there yet, or you might not have like your own podcast or, or maybe you just don't have enough going for you. I'm not saying, you know, don't start that course, but I do recommend get your accolades up first. That way people can sort of like, it's kind of like, you know, a baseball card, you know, you look at a baseball card, you look at all the stats season after season after season of of what that person's done. If you don't have any stats and you're a rookie, It's going to be hard to judge on why they should buy from you, right? You want to look at the seasons and if if the seasons line up with the content, right, with all the value that's dropped, I'm telling you, people will for sure invest in your courses and, and books all day, every day, for sure.
0: Again, it sounds like that goes back to the brand too. So if you want to brand up or you want to network up, work on providing something of value that you can bring to those other people that are executing at a higher level. So you can demonstrate that you're doing something or, you know, figure out a way to approach them and, you know, integrate that to that sort of request and let them know how you can provide value. But, um, yeah, that, that sounds great. Well, I think we've really gone, kind of gone over a lot. I'd like to give you an opportunity also with sort of, you know, so from here, somebody that's listening that in this case would be maybe thinking, you know, so how is it you directly be able to help? Somebody that might be might be listening with a need that they have, what what things are you currently working on that you might be you know looking to connect with for people that are listening here? Uh, you want to share some, some thoughts on that real quick before we uh, close on out? Yeah,
1: absolutely, Errol. Yeah, if you know the, the, the viewers, the listeners are looking to connect with me on a personal basis, uh, you can find me on Instagram at NateTheGreat, uh LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, Nate the Great Peterman. And then uh, I do have my own podcast called the Roots of Success podcast, as that's on iTunes, um, as well as Anchor, SoundCloud. Uh, video versions are on YouTube, as well as Facebook. And then again, you know, if you're, if you're looking to take your brand to the next level, the real and organic way, um, and, and really just scale up as an entrepreneur or business owner, um, you can feel free to reach out to me on those platforms, as well as visit our site, SimbaMarketing.com. Uh, you can leave a little submittal form. And then I will for sure get back to you within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Absolutely.
0: Okay, great, great, great. Well, what we'll do is we'll definitely put uh, links to uh, to those ways to contact you here in the uh, in the podcast. And really want to just thank you so much for your uh, for your time. Looking forward to you know hearing more of your your guests on the roots of success. Have really really appreciated being able to uh, to hear some of the, the awesome um, you know entrepreneurs you've been having on there. And look forward to continuing
1: to connect with you, man. Hey, thank you, Ro. As always, man. I definitely I appreciate, you know, watching you and your journey, you know, going along and everything that you're up to and your ventures. And uh yeah, man, really appreciate you uh having me on the show, man.
0: All right, man. You have have a great have a great uh have a great day. Hey,
1: you as well, Ro. talk soon.